For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. You have made an interesting revelation, my friend. Oh, yes, I have. A, a revelation that, that uh, requires revelry. Revelry. A uh-huh. revelation requiring revelry. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just go ahead and try to say that. A revelation requiring revelry. <laughs> <laughs> a revelation requiring revelry. A revelation. Revelry. <laughs> Um, I mean, some people may find it irrelevant, though, so it could be an irrelevant revelation requiring revelry. Oh, nailed that one. Wait, you said a... An irrelevant revelation requiring revelry. An irrelevant revelation requiring... <laughs> it, it's not requiring so early revelry? in the podcast that I want to just quit. <laughs> As it is this, I mean, we didn't even make it to a minute. Like, we literally just hit a minute. We just hit a minute. We're solid. That means we can't turn back. All right. What is this possibly relevant revelation requiring revelry that you have revealed? I mean, okay, so I was just eating some Starburst earlier. Uh Uh-huh. And I just went down to the local, the local knick-knack shop. Oh. Nick, who's, who's, so it's, his name is Nick and it's like the family, the Knack family that owns the store, but Nick's running it right now? No, Nick and Knack own this store together. Oh, Knack is, okay, gotcha. Knack's another person, yeah. Okay. Nick's a person, so. It's Nick and Knack's shop. Nick and Knack's shop, okay. (laughs) And you discovered. So I, I, I just, I bought myself a sleeve of Starburst like I do coming home from school every day. I didn't know that Starburst came in a sleeve, but fantastic. They do, actually. Yeah, they 100% do. Okay. And... I opened it, and I was like, whoa, awesome. The first one I got was a pink one. Oh, cool. Like, because that's a winner. That's always a winner. Pink and then is the, the best. second one I got was a pink one. Dude. And then, and then I was like, okay, this is unreal. But then I was also thinking, like, dang, this is kind of sad. I hope, like, I don't eat up all my pink ones right away. Oh, good then call. Be, yeah, so you got to send them aside sometimes. the crappy, like, yellow ones at the end. Yeah, yeah. But then I was just like, all right, we'll, we'll dive into this pack really and we'll like we'll see what's what's hidden in this sleeve. <laughs> so carefully, I grasped her sleeve pouches, and I pulled them open. And right before my eyes was the most pinkest thing I've ever seen. More pink. Just it was all pink. And then Whoa. I looked on Twitter, and Starburst was like, "Hey yo, we make packs with all pink Starbursts now." Yeah. But did, is it advertised anywhere on the pack? No, I don't know. Is it yes, just like a random no. chance type thing? Like, did you know? Like, is there a way that I can go to the store right now and possibly get into an all pink pack of Starburst? Probably not. I think Nick Knacks is the first shop to actually carry it. Nick Knacks, gotcha. Okay. I got it. But I believe in the next couple of weeks, when you go to your local Nick Knacks, <laughs> you're going to be able to pick up oh, it's a, a chain. pack. Yeah. I mean,. There's a lot of Nick and Knacks around the world. Gotcha. But you'll be able to you'll be able to grab it, take it into your hand, look at it, being like, "Whoa, this is an all pink pack," and then take that home and eat it all. 
I actually have some gum that's strawberry starburst flavored. That's gross. It's rather good. But this has me thinking, though, like, what are some other products that could follow the format that Starburst has, you know, entered the market with, where they realize that, hey, we know you don't like them nanner ones, them yellow ones. We know you don't, you know, the orange ones, they okay, but they ain't. We know that you want to dive into some pink Starbursts, you know, get your juicy on. So here's, here's all pink. Like, what are some other, like, you know, brands out there where you, like you know, have to avoid, because, you know, Starburst isn't the first. Uh not? No, Lucky Charms did this with, like, a, you know, the, the marshmallows, and then, of course, Captain Crunch with the Oops All Berries. Like, they were like, hey, we realize you don't, you don't like the boring cereal stuff. You don't want those oats. We got, yeah, we're here's the candy. your children. <laughs> eat all these star the mushrooms. Star mushrooms. <laughs> mm, yes. That's what. Um, but what are some other brands that we would like to see venture into this business model um probably the organic bananas that sometimes include just like non-chocolate filled bananas because <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants the regular bananas and when think- you're gonna sell half of them with chocolate inside of them what are you doing you know, now that I've actually started thinking about this, I'm having trouble finding a brand that has included stuff with the mix that you don't want that doesn't already do this. Because I was going to say Jelly Bellies, but they do it. You can go get like an all cherry pack, a very cherry pack of Jelly Bellies. Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. I, yeah, I don't really know. Um, maybe Rocket League should re- release some crates that only have heat waves. <laughs> <laughs> So when you open them, you know what you're getting. The Rocket League Oops All Hex <laughs> crate. Oops All Alpha items. <laughs> Just tank the alpha market. Oh my goodness. Oops All Alpha. Uh, you know what? That makes me realize that Rocket League doesn't have a mascot. They have cars. It's true, but like, you know, Captain Crunch has the captain... You know, Lucky Charms has a leprechaun. Starburst has those weird little kids in the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we have a daddy. We do have a daddy. So, like, there's going to be a new, like, YouTube trailer where it's just Cloud Fuel, just, like, on screen, and he just goes, like, shrugs his shoulders and goes, oops, all off items. <laughs> and then and then Durkin's in the back, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can do this! <laughs> and then... Cloud's like, silly Durkin, Rocket League's for... for <laughs> noobs. <laughs> Welcome to Live from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast where we jump on Rocket League news, boost your Shaker Rocketeer, all the while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals. I'm Knox Phoenix. I'm Adam. You're not Adam. You're savage. I'm Adam. You're, you're, just, you're just savage. That's funny. That's a great meme, bro. It's it's certainly a meme. <laughs> Great is not how I would choose to describe it. Uh, all right. Well, you know, if we head over to the news blog of Rocket League, we have some stuff we can we can talk about. One is they've announced some upcoming land tournaments at the PAX East 217. I don't know if anyone's going to be in the Boston area, but you can grab uh, part of a five thousand dollar prize pool if you're there. Dang. That's that money, though. Now, this was good to see for me because I went to PAX last year. 
And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, PAX, biggest gaming convention for, you know, gamers that exists. PAX East, that is. People call it the real PAX. Every game developer that has a popular title is there with something. Uh, I looked through all of the vendor listings. I looked through all of the tournament listings, the event listings, the panel listings. And to my dismay, there was no Psionics or Rocket League having a presence at all. Well, uh, I mean, they do have um, ROCS that day, right? Well, no, no. This was last year. There was no RLCS. I'm talking about oh, last oh, year. Last when I went, year, when I went to PAX, uh, like okay. excited to you know hang out with some Rocket League-like folk, there was nothing there. Then, when they realized that there was literally like a half, like there was like like almost two dozen pros there from Rocket League wanting to play Rocket League, that um, they flew someone out and they ran a Rocket League tournament in the Cybertron PC lounge, and we got some stuff going, but it was kind of makeshift, right? Uh, this year, they're like, that ain't gonna happen. We're here to stay. We're here to play. And so they've announced uh, console tournaments, 2v2 tournaments in the PAX Arena that are gonna be shown on the Twitch PAX Arena, like, Twitch stream. All kinds exciting. of good stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which means so, I can, like, watch that and not be there. And I'm just excited to hang out with some of the uh, the devs again. Last time I got to hang out with the devs was at the first LAN when I hung out with uh, Ben Beckwith. Um, so, um, yeah. Hopefully, I, I'm guessing I'll get to see Corey because Corey was at the last PAX. So. Oh, Mr. Corey Davis. And Corey has some cool hair. I've got to admit. Like, I like I his hair. Hmm. I don't think um, I've ever been blessed by seeing Corey's hair. Now, we can assume that this is part of the eSports initiative that Rocket League has uh, mentioned a couple weeks ago, that they would be uh, pouring a little bit more money into like community tournaments and stuff like that, because if you won the tournament last year, you got a couple of like these makeshift generic computer tournament winning packs like ribbons. That's about it. So, uh, they put in some money in this one. Yeah, which is like cool to see. Like, they said they would, so like, and now it's happening. I've got some news about this. You, you have this more tournament, news? About this tournament. Whoa. What yeah. Is it? So it's something that you can't really find on their blog page, but like if you kind of like put two and two together and like, you know, after reading this and then kind of like thinking about what's happening in the community, you can piece this together. Um, it's actually uh, who's going to win the PAX East 2017 tournament because it's Jaboy. Is Jaboy's taking home that money? Jaboy. I still. You keep bringing up this name on the podcast, but I just don't know. I'm not familiar with Jaboy. Savage. Jaboy's me. That can't be right. You just said he was going to win a tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. I'm adding to my tournament wins daily now. Almost daily. Not daily. Weekly. (laughs) That's fair. Well, that's cool. That's kind of a, a sick brag, bruh. It's looking like Prime Thunder and I will be there, and we're hoping that, uh, you know, I complained about PAX and RLCS overlapping last time, but there's not going to be a lot of the showing from professional players here at PAX this year, because not a lot of them are as brave as I am in bringing my own PC and playing in the Airbnb for RLCS Week 2 of Qualifiers. So, uh, yeah. Well, so that uh, is this weekend? That is this weekend. So when is the tournament? What day? So like, say I'm bored all this weekend. PAX is is Friday, 
uh, noon to six. So the the it'll be on the Pax Arena stream around like you know five five ish, five thirty ish. Okay, neato burrito. So yeah, you got to tune in to the to twitch.tv slash Pax Arena at like five thirty tomorrow to see Knox and Prime take the finals. Tomorrow. I'm I meant Friday. <laughs> Throwing me off, man. I've got two weeks off of work until I start my new job, so like I've literally been like staying home, learning programming, playing Breath of the Wild, and playing Rocket League, and that's all I do with my time. And the days are just like blurs now. That's good. Yeah, I know. My life is together. Um. Okay. New news. New um, news. There's no new news. Oh, there's new news. There's new news. There's new 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 news. So there's no new news. Some people have <laughs> passed around a um, a new technique that Kevpert was, you know, we'll say he kind of invented it. He's calling it the tornado flick, where you um, you have to have your air roll bound to different things so that you can turn and air roll at the same time. Uh, essentially, you don't need to be able to do it the way he's doing it. In fact, like me and a couple other um, players were messing around, and, like while we were talking about it the other day, and you don't need to air roll to do the juke that he's doing. But okay, we'll give it to him. Um, and uh, it sparked the conversation, of course, that consoles don't have the binding controls for left and right air roll like PC players do. And announced this week by Durkin himself and confirmed by Mr. Corey Davis, the man with the awesome hair. Consoles are now getting the left-right arrow bindings in the next major update, which will be April, which is the huge update that we, like, know the new season's coming in, but we don't know half the other big things that are coming. So do you think they're just using this update as a, like, if anybody asks them anything in the next, like, couple weeks, they'll be like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that'll be in the April update. And they'll just make it all inclusive. And there's actually nothing in the April update as of now. Yeah, there's, they didn't have <laughs> there's anything. Nothing, just like, they have no ideas. They were just like, okay, kind of like how they we've ran got out of to ideas. make something happen by April, or people are gonna be pissed. Kind of so, like how they ran out of ideas for the what to put in crates, so they just did a player choice crate. They're just doing a player <laughs> choice update. <laughs> player choice update. Okay. Okay. I can see it happening. I feel like they're a little more well put together, but you know, sometimes things slip by you. <laughs> Um, and of course, this past weekend, you know, was the kickoff of the RLCS. That was three days ago, uh, the Saturday. Three days ago. Saturday for for North America and Sunday for EU. Wow, Thirty thirty two hundred teams on Saturday from North America battled it out. Mama mia, Papa Pia. That's a lot of teams. It was a lot of teams. It was a lot of teams. Um, what's interesting that I didn't know that they did. For their LCS, I don't know if it was new and specific to this one, but they pulled from 10 different, like, official tournaments to seed teams going into this RLCS. Did you know that? That was new, wasn't it? Because I feel like the last RLCSs, they were kind of, like, they were wary about, like, the top couple teams, like, the very tippy top. But, like, I mean, you guys got seeded in. Not to say you guys aren't, like, a good team, but you're not, like, a top five team. So, we're not a top five team, no, but we were seated, which was nice. Yeah, so. which is like cool that they looked through and like made sure that there weren't any like ridiculous matchups. But we had like, three tournament wins for them to reference, and so I'm not sure if any of those because they didn't list what tournaments were the like official seeding tournaments. But um, I know that the Astro Series was one, and the uh, Rocket Royale was one, and we actually made it to the top sixteen in Rocket Royale. 
So that helped a lot with our seating. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, because the Astro Tournament is funded by Psionics. Mm-hmm. Well, almost every community tournament has a piece of it now. Yeah, Rocket League Central, I mean, that's Cloudfuel's baby, and Cloudfuel is Rocket League, so that's going to have a big impact. Um, Yeah. And then I figure, I don't know what other tournament they reference. Definitely not like ESL or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. It it Um, has to be tournaments where, like, you know, most of the the teams show up. So stuff like the Take the Shot is probably a big one. mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Rocket Royale, Astro. Uh, Maybe... um, I don't know. Because I wouldn't see him in G-Fin. G-Fin's probably one. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I feel like a lot of people don't play G-Finity either. Maybe EU side. They like uh, a lot of the pros actually play G-Fin. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, because I just, I know they wouldn't be referencing things like the mythical or like, they may look at like PRL, but even then, it's all just like small community tournaments. I don't really think that's where they were looking. Okay, so year one, the tournament was supposed to start. So, I mean, not year one. RLCS season one, the tournament was supposed to start at 1 p.m. Teams didn't get started until like 3.30 or 4 because of Smash GG's website crashing and burning. Uh, And there were a bunch of people that were auto-disqualified that shouldn't have been disqualified, and they had to do like makeup tournaments, and it was a whole mess, season one. We all remember that, okay? Season two, tournament was supposed to start at 1 p.m. And... Same thing happened. It wasn't as long as a delay. People were kind of up and running by like 2.30, 3 o'clock. But um, a couple teams did have to do an, uh, one last little playoff bracket to get back into the seating because there were some uh, wrongful disqualifications. So, um, but Psyonix, you know, they made some money from the crates and stuff. So they were like, we're going to, you know, let's pay Smash GGs to, to get some better gonna, servers and stuff. We're going to upgrade this. Everything's going to go super smoothly and... No one's gonna so, have any qualms. This past Saturday, uh, we log in, ready to start our. We, you know, we had a bye for the first round. We were ready to start our first match at one ten, and you guys started at one oh nine. And, uh, <laughs> no, so we waited till one thirty, and the match before us like was going to like a ridiculous amount. It said they'd been playing for like forty five minutes or like seventy minutes, and then all of a sudden the page stopped refreshing, and Smash GG went down again. <laughs> And then they said, it's okay, we'll be back up by 2.30. And then 2.30 came and went, and it wasn't up. And then 3 came and went. Finally, by 3.20, we were able to start our first round. Yeah, uh, I was really bummed, because I was hanging out on your Twitch, because I was like, oh, RLCS is happening now. I can like tune in and see how they're doing. And now it was like me watching you in free play for like two hours. <laughs> Which, I don't know what happened. Um, I've had some pretty big hosts in the past. I've had some large viewership moments. Um, but for whatever reason, when I started streaming the RLCS warmups and, um, and getting ready for the RLCS to start, I had, uh, 450 organic viewers for the first time. Well, you got like, you got like the 70 viewer host to start you off. And then you were the only person streaming Rocket League. Was I really? Like, out of all my followers, for a solid 45 minutes, you were the only person streaming. Well, that makes sense. And, like, I follow all, like, the big names. So Who like, was a 70-view host that hosted me? I don't remember. I remember host. Swind hosted me for 20, but I was already over 100 at that point. Maybe it was that. But, like, I don't know. You started out, you had a pretty good start, and then, like, there was just nobody else streaming. And, like, it was right at RLCS time, and then it was crazy. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know that no one else was streaming, but it was it was nice. So some people 
tuned in. And then what's really funny is by the time the tournament started, I dwindled from 400 to like 70. <laughs> yeah, because that's when there were... I bet you like everyone like had to go downtime, play though. Yeah. Other people started. Well, there were a lot of other people that streamed. True. Later on, so. But by the time that like we had reached the like finals and stuff, we I'd end up getting back up there. But yeah, so... I guess if I'm going to start talking about RLCS and like how my team and stuff did, we should probably move to the segment where I do that. It's time for... The Weekly Whips! Alright, so yeah. Um, we did a lot... Okay, first off. No, 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 no. Alright. No. The, the, the big picture of Knox's RLCS careers. <laughs> season 1, Knox misses the sign-ups by a half an hour and regrets his life. Doesn't play in Season 1. Season 2 signs with some very small org that I've never heard of, um, that never even interviewed me or met me. Was that 1492? Yeah, 1492 Esports. Um, they don't even have their own website, they just had a Twitter page. Um, that's how small of an org it was. Um, and then, never met my teammates going into it. Uh, in fact, we never warmed up as a team. We did Season 2, um, which we made Top 64 in, but... Um, yeah. Who was on that team? It was me, Pyre, and Complex. Complex, yeah. Complex, okay. Um, and then, let's see. So season three, it's like, all right, this is different. You know, four weeks beforehand, sign with the third biggest org to pick up a Rocket League team. Nice. Uh, get a solid roster together. Practice, 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 grind, grind, grind. Cool. Except for last week leading up to the RLCS, we didn't get on at all. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't good. know what happened. I guess like with my whole like job shift and like um, everyone had some busy like school schedules, but like we got on Friday night and was like, well, let's uh, figure out what's going to, how it's going to go tomorrow. <laughs> um, but it worked out in the end because, uh, you know, after all the delays and stuff, we didn't really have any trouble making our way through the bracket. Um, like... I think by the, when we got to the finals, we had conceded three goals the entire tournament. Dang. Yeah. So a lot of competition out there. Well, I mean, to be fair, we were on. Like, we were ready. for The lack of practice wasn't a problem for us. Um, so... Well, like, also, I don't care how really on you are. <laughs> <laughs> three goals. <laughs> Means yeah. there weren't a lot of people shooting. Yeah, there were a lot of, like, six, <laughs> six O, seven O's, six ones. We had, like, an 8-1 or something like that. Yeah. Um, now, the finals, we played uh, the Octane's team. Um, so we were like, okay, these guys are, are pretty good. Um, so let's go into it, you know, nice and ready. And, uh, I mean, the first game was within a goal. So we were like, okay, so let's keep our heads up and stuff. Um, and I would played, like, decent the whole tournament, kind of. Like, I just was there, like... I don't think I did anything flashy. I didn't, like, carry us, but, like, we didn't really need carrying. I kind of just stayed back, made sure goals didn't go in our net, and then fed Stev and Sham because, you know, they're geniuses when, with the ball. And, uh, but for some reason, I don't know what happened. In the finals, I freaking decided to show up and just turn up because, like, we get, like, an early goal off of an assist from me in the, uh, in the like, game two of the finals, and then I just decided to dribble everyone on their team and get our second goal to put us in the lead. And then for our third goal, I just beat everyone for an aerial and like put it top shelf and was just like, yeah, that's what's up. I show up when it counts. Not to <laughs> brag. I mean, I mean, 
just what, to brag a little no, bit. You would never. I basically won us the tournament, right? Like that's what I that's what I gathered from. This yeah. <laughs> I no, thought that it, was the headline. From it was LCS. it was a little hype because you know we were concerned that like. The worst thing that could have happened after all of the flack and stuff we faced for signing with an org, a big org and stuff, the the worst thing that could happen would be we don't make top thirty two. Uh, so that would be rough. That yeah, would not be super impressive. So we make top thirty two <laughs> without dropping a game and only giving up five goals for the entire tournament, which was nice. Scoring, you know, a fifty plus goal differential is, is a good a good day, I'd say. Um, but. That being said, we got to see our placement in the the next bracket, and so we've got some concerns. I'll, I'll you put guys it, play hot first round. We play, right? yeah, we play Heroes of Tomorrow first round, which we're pretty confident about. Um, in fact, they turned down all scrims with us because they don't want um, to like they don't want us to know anything about them going into the tournament. So uh, we think that advantage is us, but also um, we faced hot four times before. Um, we've lost to them once in the Boost Legacy finals, and the other times were all scrims, and we've won every other scrim. So, uh, so what you're saying is they win in tourneys. <laughs> we're confident that we're going to make round two. Um, we just think we had an off series when we lost to them in the Boost Legacy. Um, partially, also, partially my fault. How that tourney like is set up, you guys can... Like, say you guys just get destroyed that first round. Then you guys are... There's still a loser's bracket for you Yeah, guys. since we haven't to... lost a, a a match yet, we're still... Yeah, we still have another, like, you know, a free loss to go to a lower bracket run if we if we need to. But we're hoping to skip most of the lower bracket and make it past Heroes of Tomorrow. Round two is going to be a little tougher for us. Um, now, if I had to pick... One of the top three teams to play against. This would be the team that we that I would pick, but I would like to avoid top three teams um, at all costs. Anyway, uh, round two we have NRG. So that's exciting. It is exciting. Say hi to Jacob if you make it there. Um, maybe he'll throw for you. I mean, maybe. he's a nice guy. Like, tweet at him. Just be like, Just hey, Jacob. I mean, you were on the podcast twice now. You feel like <laughs> throwing? Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, so um I don't know. Like it's in the Rocket Royale we took a game off of G2. Um so we know that we have the capability to you know to go up against one of the powerhouses, but uh it's going to be tough especially on like something that they're, you know, that they're coming prepared to play. Uh that being said, like energy seriously, like if we were going to go up against a top 3 team, like I would pick energy because um our playstyle works against theirs decently yes they are stronger mechanically than each of us yes they're stronger team plays than each of us so we're not going to like pretend like you know oh we counter them and we've got this but i think the easiest the least tough the, of the yeah. of the three giants for us to go the against the best chance you have is against there you them. go yeah so um that and um i'm not going to mention who but one of the top five players in north america found out that we were playing nrg and he wrote up about like three paragraphs on like how to counter their play and gave us some insider knowledge uh, and stuff like that. And so we've got, we've got some next level strats going into the series. We're excited for really. Yep. That's nice of, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he wants it to be like <laughs> said who it was, but um, that's neat. 
say, I don't know if it's like bad manners or not to like, you know, say like, hey, I'll, I saw that I'll you're playing. You, I'll ask you later. It'll be fine. The <laughs> podcast doesn't need to know. But I can't <laughs> be that curious. Uh, yeah. How was your past week in Rocket League, Savage? Well, let's go through my RLCS experiences thus far. Um, <laughs> so RLCS season one. Savage is just coming off the end of his competitive Rocket League career. Um, and we're feeling pretty solid. We've thrown together a ragtag team of Epic Ariel. I actually played under the name of Epic Ariel for that tournament. That's right. I remember that, yeah. Um, it was me, Rogashelf, and CJ Link, so it was like kind of Epic Ariel. But like, it was solid. Um, we made it... What? What was the first split? Was it 64? Was like the group that moved on? Is that how it is? Yeah. So yeah. Top 32 of people with no losses and then the bottom 32 of people with one loss. So we lost in the round right before that. So like we were 128 or something. Gotcha. So like whatever. Okay. They were thinking, okay, they get top 516 and they'll be pretty happy. And I'm like, nah, that's not happening. We're going all the way because <laughs> I'm a god. But that was fun. We just kind of hung out. RLCS season two comes around and all right, Savage is pumped up and ready to go for this. He's getting back out there, throwing himself back into the field. You know, he's downloaded the, the Rocket League Tinder app on his <laughs> <laughs> He's putting himself oh, that's out there. we need to talk about. Oh, that Throw is that something we need to talk about. We'll go back to news after this. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. I don't play in it because I don't, I don't have a team. I didn't really try to get one. I kind of gave up on that at that point. No, no. Oh my gosh, that's what I tried to do. I talked to Cloudfuel and I was going to admin for RLCS season two because I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to. There's no reason for me to play in this. I'm just going to. I'll see if I can help out somewhere else. And then like he never talked to me. <laughs> like I, we talked for like. A couple weeks beforehand, and then, like, I messaged him a couple times, and then he just, like, never got back to me. So, like, then I was just not involved. And I was like, well, poo, I could have played. Then I didn't. Um, And then we roll around to RLCS Season 3. We've gone so quickly through my competitive career. Um, I kind of had a team a couple weeks ago, and then I was like, you know... I really, I'm not about it. Threes isn't my life. I'm not about it. <laughs> we weren't doing too hot. We didn't get on and like practice at all. So I was like, you know, if I want to do this, I'm going to do this like right. And I don't think I have the time to do this right. Who are you playing with? Um, I did that thing with Ninja and just got paired up with some random people. Oh, cool. Um, I don't think you recognize. Maybe... Roximity. He's one of the he's one of the mods over at Mythical. If you hang out on that Twitch. Gotcha. I feel like you might know him. And then we had a Venezuelan player who's really good. Limo is his name. Um he's really good, but he's always playing with a constant like one twenty ping. Yeah. And you can't and, like, do RLCS with him, so Yeah. And then we had a third, but he was or a fourth and he was just never really around that much. So we just kinda like gave up on it. Okay. It classic. Classic me. But then I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to put anything together. I almost was a sub for a team. Oh, wow. And then I didn't. (laughs) But 
Yeah, that was that was my my RLCS. But this week I got to I've been streaming quite a bit. Um, yeah, I've I've, been, I've seen the stream's been live. <laughs> the stream has been pretty lit. That's twitch.tv slash savagerl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, shame. It's, I don't even care. It's not as shameless. No. Okay, yeah, but I've been just like hanging out there a lot. I do about half of my streams um, are homework streams as well. So it kind of lets me just hang out there all the all the time. But You just stream while you're doing your homework? What? Well, well it's kind of like, a, you know, wager matches were kind of a thing. I do self-wager matches. So if I win, I play another, and if I lose, I have to do a homework problem. And then I one problem. (laughs) Well, like it depends on like what I'm doing. Like I taught a whole bunch of people a lot of things about access. Um, We went through a logic homework problem, homework like worksheet thing that people just did not understand, but that was fun. Um, Yeah, so just kind of been hanging out, and I had to listen to ten hours of the booty song this weekend. So that was great. Um, one of my Revlo rewards now for a hundred thousand booties <laughs> is for ten hours of me streaming. I will listen to Tim Wilson's Booty Man song. I now, did you have to stream one consecutive ten hours, or I streamed for four hours and then the next day for six hours of it because wow. I can't. I didn't have the time to throw together a ten-hour stream. Right. But, well, who does? Yeah, it was well yeah, me that's right a lot now. Of time. <laughs> Yeah, but you haven't been streaming, jerk. Well, that's because Breath of the Wild is amazing, and I stood out in line. Uh, that's part of the, one of the reasons we didn't get to warm up last week was because on Thursday night, I stood out in the Best Buy parking lot from 8 p.m. till midnight to get the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but that was my week. I just kind of hung out, but it was a good time. I'm streaming kinda. tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning. I'll be morning streaming tomorrow at 8th. like 11.40. We can do a dual stream. That's crazy. Or, or, hear me out, I can stream on my channel and just do my stuff, and you can stream and do your stuff. And it'll be like we're, like, you know, somewhere on the internet together. Like, you know, you know, like, when two people look at the same moon and they're connected, we'll be on the same website, buddy. No, I don't like that. (laughs) 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 I'll just DDoS your house and take your viewers, so, like, that'll be fun. Rip, 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 rip. Yeah, that was my week. (gasps) <gasps> Must be time to check our emails. Here we have one from Darth Goji. Oh, Darth, he's a Sith Lord, so that's okay. I'll be back. Darth says, hey guys, Darth Goji here. My question today would be, on those days where you just can't hit anything, you miss every shot you go for and you just get so frustrated with yourself. What are some methods you guys use to calm down and get your head in the game, hoping to get some good input on the subject? Well, for starters, Darth, I'd say you need to quit the dark side and come back to the light side of the force. Um, you'll probably have a little bit more positive experiences or. Yeah. Also, if you can see, like, I know it might be kind of dark. That's the dumbest part. We're going to ignore that. <laughs> That, that was said in the podcast because I refuse to be a part of a podcast where that's a joke. That's a, that, that's, I refuse to be a part of a podcast where that's a goof because that's not a quality goof right there. Um, but also, if you are a Sith Lord, um, 
like anger feeds your energy, right? Like it makes you stronger. So maybe just kind of lean into it, right? Become toxic. Yeah. That, I mean, that's like Yemen, like Yemen is like, you know, Yemen and corrupt. They're both like the same. They've just realized that their toxicity can give them power. So they just kind of just, yeah. No, 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 of course. Uh, but no, what are some things that we would recommend to Darth, um, for those bad days where you can't seem to hit anything? I've got so many suggestions because I used to be the freaking most inconsistent player on the planet. Um, but I want to hear what you got first, Savage. You want to hear what I got first? Yeah, why not? Because most Um, of your days are days where you can't hit anything, so... You know, you're not wrong when coming <laughs> off this week. I had a bad week. Yeah, um, it happens. But, you know, there's a lot of times where I get on and I just lose, you know, like 50,000 games in a row. It happens. And I go from Grand Champion down to Champion again. Oh, wow. Then, That's a far drop. And then go back into unranked because I'm like, screw this, and then lose all my unranked MMR too because like, I don't know that I can do anything. <laughs> I like how you keep track of your unranked <laughs> MMR. It's the only rank that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's the only rank that doesn't matter. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I don't know. This week for me, I needed someone to talk to because like, I was streaming a lot, so I was kind of like, I hate analyzing my gameplay, and it makes me upset about what's happening because I don't have good gameplay. So, like, I don't know. Being able to talk with someone, I don't know if you're solo queuing, but solo queuing for me this week was very toxic to my brain health. Um, But, like, I've gotten to play with a couple people I'm, like, used to playing with over the past couple days who are, like, good players, and that just, like, it really helps to have someone that you can joke around with when you miss something rather than having to say my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. It's my bad. You know, it's just my bad. Just your bad. It's my bad. It's okay, but it's my bad. Well, yes, yeah. of course, those are definitely some good tips. I'd say. Some. For sure. Yeah. I'd concur. Um, Consistency is something that I've, like, practically, like, researched in for like ever and like i of course don't have all the answers and stuff uh but like i think i've mentioned this before like it's come to the point before where i've like written down what i've eaten each day to like figure out like if there's something in my diet that will make me like play worse or something or like how many hours of sleep i got like the past couple days like and there really i haven't found any kind of correlation about like any kind of habits and stuff um, whether it's like, you know, like, did I warm up in free play for 20 minutes before I played even all that kind of stuff? Like, you know, there are days where I can just go in and like cue straight up and I'll be playing genius mode. And there can be days when I, where I warm up for 20 minutes in free play and can't do anything. So, uh, it, none of that like really affects it. But I think the one thing that I've abstracted from all of it is that it's all about focus. Like I find myself that if I'm struggling mechanically, that I'm not focusing on my mechanics right. And so, um, and there are days where I can't even fix it. I just know that I'm not focusing correctly, that um, I'm kind of autopiloting and zoning out on my hits. Like, and there are days where like, I just know that if I, you know, put all my attention towards how I'm hitting the ball, then, you know, I find that I'm playing better mechanically that day. And, you know, so um, really kind of like when you're playing well, Take a moment to step back and look at your mindset and look at like the way that your brain's working and then try to get yourself back into that mindset on days that you're not playing well. Take a step back and be like, wait, what's different? 
okay? Um, and the other day I was playing well, now I gotta do this. Um, so that might help a little bit. My second tip is change it up. We have, like, a thing that we always say, me and Aeon, like, uh, my teammate always say, like, when we kind of, like, get ready to queue up together, we say, like, what kind of day it is. So, uh, you know, we'll just, like, we'll start driving around in free play, and then he'll be like, oh, it's an Octane day. And then, like, oh, is it? And I'm like, I don't know, man, I think it's a Dominus day. And, like, there are days where it's just, like, I play better than the Dominus. There are days that I play better than the Octane. There are days that even the Batmobile suits me. So... <laughs> that's ridiculous that. <laughs> mix it up um, and as far as your attitude like just realize that you're not always going to be playing the best and have fun even if you're not playing well that that was hard for me for the longest time and I finally think I'm starting to get the hang of it where it's just like well I'm not playing well today oh well that sucks yeah keep, keep trying that's, I don't know if I'll be there maybe someday Maybe you hear the trumpet, my friend. It's I, time. I did hear the trumpet. <laughs> it's time for this little <laughs> suggestion, and this one uh, actually has to do with changing cars. Savage. Uh, this Whoa. comes from Reddit user Xknows. I think it's a sneeze. Pretty sure it's XKN zeros. No, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a sneeze. Xknows. Pretty sure it's <laughs> nose. Like, not spelled like nose, because nose was taken. With a silent X. Yeah, the X is just added in. Kuno's suggestion this week (laughs) is for the ability to switch cars with your presets between matches without going to the main menu. What do you think? I think that's a cool idea. Um, I don't know. How many people just, like, chill in the in-between lobby? Like, after a game's over, you just sit there. And wait for the next ranked match to, like, queue up. Well, I'll tell you something, man. Like, with all the tournaments and stuff that's been happening lately, and especially on the day of, like, the RLCS, where we had to, like, you know, wait so much time, we do a lot of unranked. And in unranked, like, you know, if one person quits, then everyone has to quit and then requeue the match. When it's easier to just, you know, like, everyone stay in the lobby and ready up. But what if, like, in that readying up screen, there was, like, you know, a switch car preset button? Yeah, Wait, yeah, and then that could be used easier for, like, um, tournament games, too. Yes, yes. Because, like, with private lobbies being able to do that, that would be really nice. So you don't have to, like, leave the party and get invited back or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh. Now you're thinking of the implications, so. I like it. That's a suggestion I that like I can it. salute. That's a salutable suggestion. <laughs> uh, <gasps> I want to talk! What? I wanna. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on the podcast. That's right. It's say that it's everyone's favorite segment. It's time to get philosophical with things. It's time for the Knox talks. Brought to you by Knox Phoenix. That's me, Knox Phoenix. Time with the Knox talks. DJ Jazzy. Savage Splains has been statistically proven to be more appreciated in the community. The yeah, Knox Talks. Yeah, not more appreciated. <laughs> I think I think it's everyone's favorite segment. It's the Knox Talks. Uh, <laughs> this week on Knox Talks, um, it's a conversation that was spurred by uh, kind of a community conversation that's been happening for a while now, but it kind of took a like a, a, a schism catalyst catalyst. There was a catalyst this week that kind of you know made it the discussion of all 
sort of like memes and stuff. It's about the financial support for players who want to play Rocket League like full time and such. You know, pros, um, but streamers, people who dedicate, you know, tons of time into the game. Like myself. I mean, there were several weeks that I've put more time into this game than my full-time job. You know, I've definitely hit 45, 50 hours a week um, at some some weeks. Not lately, but... Um, yeah, so, you know, there was a, a kind of a complaint for a while that, like, you know, especially with this, the smaller prize pools that have been happening with the RLCS, where, you know, players have started saying, like, hey, like, there's not enough from these winnings to get, you know, to be able to make a living that, you know, justifies all this time that I put into the game. We've even had players like Memory, who publicly had to say that his parents won't let him play anymore because they, like, you know, he put so much time in and they don't see any kind of, like, benefit of that, you know. Um, so, like, uh, Lawler tweeted out this week that, you know, um, that there's more stuff coming for that kind of stuff. Um, do you have but, the Do you have the exact tweet? I feel like starting it off, because Lawler's tweet was hundred percent what the, like the catalyst, right? Provoked yeah. everything this week. So, so Lawler tweeted, "One of my biggest qualms with the Rocket League scene is few try to see a bigger picture." Uh, in quotations. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what did we do for the quotes? We talk like this. Wait, what is it? No, it's like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna restart the tweet because it's got. I gotta do air quotes. <clears throat> One of my biggest qualms with the Rocket League scene is few try to see a bigger picture. Right now, solutions instead of something that will last. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So people want you know bigger price pools now. They want you know um, sponsor support now. Uh, they want in-game tournament. You know now that kind of stuff. Um, okay, that all makes sense, and. Um, I think one of the problems is, uh, I think that a lot of that is implemented in the game in the April update. So I think that a lot of people are just like, don't know what's coming. So I'll I'll preface this whole conversation by saying that like, let's wait to see what the April update, you know, contains. But at the same time, this has been a complaint by, you know, almost anyone that's made top five, top 10 in the, uh, in the Rocket League scene. We, let's. I mean, let's talk about it, right? So, how many people can we say do this full time and are able to do it? So we've got you know the streamers, low five, um, like are that do it full time and are and are actually able to make a living themselves. off of it. Yeah, because like a lot of these players at this point are full time Rocket League players, but they live off. Are they're still like sixteen years old? So they still live in their parents' house. They still that's true. Get stuff played like their parents are paying for their living and they're just doing this as like it's like a full-time hobby right because well, like they're i mean I, it, you could say it's a job because like okay they're putting that much work in but like they're not having to provide things for themselves which is why i want to talk about the the people who are actually able to make a living out of this right so the ones that we found are um Kronovi, right yeah uh low five low five for sure low five right. is even like he's not even I don't, I don't know if you include him in there because he's a full-time streamer now. And he's okay. like a variety streamer. Okay. And okay. he's That's not... True. But it started nowhere... with Rocket League. So he was able to support yeah. himself through Rocket League when he went full-time. But he's not, like, he's not a pro player anymore because he realized that being a pro player, okay, maybe he wasn't the best. And also... It didn't pay. He did not have the faith that he could get it paid out. 
Right. Which was a, a money way to go about. A money. Another He's just a- huge like full time streamer. Yeah. Who's, yep. who's making a reappearance in the pro scene, I guess. Um uh, that's about it. Now yeah, the of thing people that, that like all of provide those- for themselves. Oh Jacob. Jacob. Jacob, um Fireburner, I think Fireburner is still living with his parent. Well, Jacob I- does too. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, the 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 common factor for all of those players though is that the way that they're able to make make their money is mainly through their streams. The they would not be able to support themselves with anything beyond their streams. Now, G2 and Energy both I believe pay salaries to their players. Those are the only two orgs that I know of right now that salary their players. Well, also uh, you're leaving out um I think flip well, side. Got, of, like all the flip side players at this point. Right. But Flip also, side. most of their their money is coming through org sponsor. Right. Well, not most of their money. Some of their money. So I would not. I don't think that. Well, no, none of the flipside players are really big streamers. Exactly. Well, right. So, like, where where is the rest of their like tournament? Are you saying is the rest of their money? Well, so that's where that's where the conversation comes in. I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot of. I mean, if you're going to try to support yourself off of off of Rocket League alone, um, like because there are people, let's think about it. Like flip side, they don't stream, right? So if they want to, you know, be able to support themselves by playing Rocket League, um, it's like right now your options are either become a full time streamer or win almost every tournament you can. Yeah, they have to win every tournament they play in. So that's kind of like the problem right now, and that's why it's such a big discussion is because. Um, there's an issue with, with how it is because there's a, okay, there's all the community tournaments and stuff. Um, good luck. I'd say, you know, that's hit or miss with, if you're going to, you know, still, get okay, a big piece of spending, a prize pool. You're spending four hours a night playing in a tournament with a hundred dollar prize pool. Yep. Like exactly. that's, that's the big tourney. Yep. Split that four ways or three, three ways. ways. You've got $33 a person. Yep. Yep. That's seven dollars and some an hour right and so the rlcs is you know supposedly there to try to remedy that but um i mean you've got to make top four in both league of play uh and in like land to even make it worth your while uh so that's an issue but if you don't make it you have to wait like four to six months before the next rlcs so even if you let's say like you know you finished third in the RLCS and you get like, you know what the, the $20,000 or $30,000 or something, you get $10,000 from that. You've got to wait four months on that income alone. Heck, like, say you win, you get first place. Like say you do everything well, you can in that tournament. And I you think that's that different. Off. I think you're getting a year's worth of salary right there. If you get first place, because that's what, like $200,000, $150,000. Everyone gets $50,000. Even that big. Yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking back to like first season when it was like fifty thousand. Yeah, the, the fifty-five thousand was split between all the teams. So like, yeah, you, it was twenty thousand for the first season. It was seventy-five thousand, I believe, for last season. This one, I think, yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, you see the problem is that you could be the best Rocket League player and win almost every tournament, um, including the RLCS, and you're still going to struggle to get by on Rocket League alone. Whereas CSGO, if you're in the top 10 teams and never, you know, streamed a day in your life, you can support yourself in CSGO. 
Um, and so a lot of people are complaining that like, hey, you know, we've it's got the popularity now. We're not sure how long Rocket League is going to be able to last. Why don't we start putting, you know, things in place to make this a an actual something, like a career that someone can seek? Um, and honestly, like, a lot of people are saying, like, okay, like, it, the people who are on the side of, like, you know, psionics and stuff like that are like, well, hang on, if we grow too fast, it, it could crumble from within, you know, it could collapse. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, you need stuff that are going to attract new players and, and uh, get the community to be bigger and be, be more viewed. And that's only by whether people are able to consistently make a living off of it or not. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't, especially because a lot of these kids are about to make the transition from, they're about to graduate high school. So, like, we're starting to get to that age where you're getting a lot of 16, 17-year-old players. And, okay, what happens when they graduate high school? Are they are their parents going to be convinced enough that what they're doing is good enough to them for them to not go to college? Can yeah. they can they say confidently, okay, this is what I'm doing full time. I'm done with my schooling, and this is something I can make a living off of. This is something I can convince people that, hey, I can live off of doing this. Like this is a legitimate career path for me. And this encompasses a lot of aspects because also, um, you know, people have said like, well, hang on, you know, another thing that will get sponsors and stuff attracted to Rocket League to, you know, start pulling in some of this money is if you have consistent rosters and like the same consistent teams that are competing. Look how many teams are competing in this RLCS from North America that were there last season. You've got a couple repeat names, but they're only the repeat names because they have one of their original members, like Take Three and, and Genesis. One roster. Don't consider them. Yeah, don't consider them like that. We like the only teams that have returned are G two and NRG. Like, no, but even then, G two is a one player returner. That's true. That's true. NRG uh, is the only North American team coming back with the full roster. Even you no, know, even them, they don't have a full roster coming back. It's true. It's true. They have two out of three. Like, and <laughs> minor roster changes, kind of like that, are expected. They're you know. They've, so like that team stayed together, like and right. We'll G2, say the energy has stayed together. G two ish for the most part. They tried to make everything work with their yeah. roster. Um, they're at least the same org with the same representative coming back. But, uh, but yeah, I mean it. It does make a point. Why would an org want to you know sponsor a team, or why would even sponsors want to give something you know back to a team when you've only got this you know one or two orgs that are repeat competitors in something you know there's no one to follow there's no one to watch there's no reason to you know like follow one team or anything like that right now uh and that's a big thing but at the same time it's like would what do you put you know you're you're trying to put the cart before the horse at the same time people aren't going to have consistent rosters and stuff unless there's a reason to have consistent rosters um so it's a huge conversation right now on, on the rocket league scene uh, and it's and in fact, before I kind of like went through these tweets, my Knox talks for this week was going to be like, hey, I think what's going to further the scene is, you know, is kind of do what like we've been doing as a team. We've realized that we weren't the best. And, you know, at any moment, the <coughs> typical North, like, you know, N.A. kind of response for like someone like Stev or Sham to to have done would have been like, well, OK, we got a couple weak members. Um, looks like I'm off to find a new team now. Uh, but instead we all decided to stick together and work together and like, you know, make sure that our weakest link wasn't as weak because, you know, teams is only as strong as the weakest link. And that's me right now, I'll be honest. Um, but I'm 30 times better than I was when we, the team started. 
And I think more North American teams need that. Like, I think it's funny to think about, but like I've had people tweeting at me and uh, like messaging me on like Steam and Discord and stuff that have said that they're rooting for Soar and the RLCS that I've never even heard of. Like people that never listen to the podcast, don't know me personally as like a streamer, just people who are like rooting for Soar, really want to see you guys do it. And it's like, I think the only reason that's true is because we've announced our roster early. We said we're headed for RLCS and that's it. People just found a concept that they could cling to. Yeah. It was the one team they were like, hey, okay, this is going to happen. <laughs> so we which, know which this really team funny. is going to be together. When we come <laughs> <else>. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind so of funny. Might as well just put our money where the marbles might stay. <laughs> that's the saying right uh, I want to see more um, teams do that I want to see more teams just have a consistent roster saying yo we're here we're sticking together don't announce a week before the RLCS who you're going with no find a team and stick with it and I realize that you know not everyone who listens to this is a pro player a bubble team player that's close to being pro uh, or anything like that but I am talking to a community that can set the groundwork for that here in a couple months or so you could be playing at a high competitive level so in those moments, start finding your teams, like now even, people that you want to grow and improve with. And if it comes down the line where, you know, two out of three people are, are ready for it and one's not, then you can have the conversation of like whether you want to do a replacement or something. But like, there's no reason to say like, well, I don't think this is working out because we're not performing well. So what? Don't expect to be the top. Yeah. Work together. Like, I think... NA is so focused on individual improvement and not at all in team improvement. And I think that's why EU has swept us in season two. And I think it's why they're probably going to sweep us in season three. Mm-hmm. End rant. I got all fired up there. End rant. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. That's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to wrap it up. What a great way to yeah. wrap it up. Knocks, so. on, knocks on a soapbox. There you go with the Knox talks. Um, stuff to check out. First off, if you're going to be at PAX this weekend, I want to say hi to you. So come find me at PAX. Tweet at me. Message me on Discord. Be like, yo, where are you at? And I'll be like, I'm chilling at the Loot Crate booth. Come say hi. Uh, Loot Crate booth is pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, if you're going to be at PAX this weekend, make sure you come by and say hi to me. Um, and I'll be hanging out with as many Rocket League pros actually show up. So we'll see who, we'll see who shows up and is brave enough to play the RCS from Boston. Number two, um, is kind of an exciting thing that I've kind of taken the initiative to start up a little bit, um, that you can keep your eyes peeled for more and Savage, you can be involved with as much as you want to be involved with. I want to try launching this new thing called the Manfield Academy. Um, so you've heard that I kind of do like coaching and stuff sometimes for people who are patrons for a dollar more uh, an episode. Well, um, for anyone who is in that uh, kind of like, you know, circle, um, you know, there's a couple different ways that you can do coaching, you know, whether you play unranked with them and stuff. But I've also realized that that's not always the best way to coach because um, if someone's in like a challenger two level, you know, um, I can't help them with some of their decision-making, like if I'm the one that they're playing with, because I know that I'm going to be going for plays and stuff that they're not, that their teammates and their rank are never going to be going for and stuff like that. So this idea of the Manfield Academy I've had is um, to do private matches with several people at a time that are looking to get coached and um, stuff where I can spectate 
And so we can start balancing the teams and making them more even. And I can actually watch your gameplay while it's happening. And I can watch, you know, like everyone's gameplay while it's happening and start taking notes on what needs to happen differently at what like moments in the game. And then we can start going over replays. I can even be in your ear uh, during those things because that's another very valuable thing is like it's one thing to be told like, hey, you're not challenging the ball enough. So make sure you need to like be quick on your challenges. It's another thing if, like, I'm in Discord with you watching you play live and saying, like, all right, this ball you need to challenge. Now, go. And then you can trigger those in your brain to be like, okay, I challenge those balls from now on. That kind of stuff. So the Manfield Academy, uh, make sure you're in our Discord uh, to keep an eye out for that. Um, right now, it's just going to be kind of like... To get that, for sure. What was that? If you go to elfmanfield.com, at the bottom of that first page, there's a link to the Discord in case you don't have it. Okay, so yeah. Make sure to go there. Yeah. Um, and so right now it's going to be kind of just like whenever I have like free time, especially with RLCS stuff going on. Cause my nights are like scrims and stuff right, like, like that right now. Um, but, uh, so it's going to be kind of just me like, Hey, who all's on for a Manfield Academy night? Um, and so I'll like, I'll try to announce those like ahead of time. Like, Hey guys, this Thursday up and coming is a Manfield Academy night. Let me know if you're going to be there, that kind of stuff. So keep your eyes, uh, that that's. The... Um, from my like coaching side of things, from what I've been doing, I am, I tried to help Spook the other day, um, playing with him, and really that is just the worst way that I can help someone. It's tough because I'm not good at the whole like analyzing what's happening right while it's happening. I like to be able to look at a replay, and I, I want to be able to see what you're seeing and try to put myself in your shoes when I'm telling you things you can improve on so like i if i'm trying to set you up for a pass or something or how am i if i'm playing you in a 1v1 and like i pop it over your head i'm like oh yeah you shouldn't have let me do that but then also like i don't know no one's gonna do that at your level unless you're playing against people that are my level which for the most part aren't so i just yeah really like Asking me to do 1v1s or something is not really something I'm going to oblige for all the time, if ever. <laughs> um, hey, uh, you guys did some good job tweeting at some guests this past week. In fact, you've gotten us a couple lined up that we're following up with right now to bring onto the show. So good job with that. So make sure um, last week we said um, one person that we wanted everyone to tweet at, right? And that was Greasy, right? Yeah. Yep. So good news. We're in talks with Greasy. That might be a possibility because of your efforts. This week, who do who do we want people to target, Savage? Um let's we, grab someone from NA this yeah, week. Yeah, NA. That's what I like to because our other possibles also. I tell you what, like do we've we, talked with players recently. What about, you know, maybe one of the casters? What about if we were to have on, you know, Lawler or or Leaf or Carpet? Uh oh. How about carpet? We've Let's never get had carpet. carpet. All right. Somebody yell at carpet for me. Your goal this Do week like, is to tweet at carpet. Tell him to come onto the show. We'll follow up. Get his attention, boys. You got it. Oh, wow. You know where we are now? Uh, I'm sitting in my office. You're probably thinking about considering supporting the show. Because, like, that would be a good idea. Um, if you head over to patreon.com slash lfmanfield with two N's and no E. <laughs> Funny. Um... <laughs> You can just like, I don't know, you're all, all all of our patrons. I just like love them so much because like they're doing <laughs> so much to help us like make things happen. 
Like they're what allow us to do things for you guys. Yep. Everything you guys give to us, we're trying to use in a way to give it back to you guys. In yes. A special way. Yep. So you guys have made things possible, like not only just like hosting the show, but all of our patrons, you know, have made possible things like the Manfield Cut, which is a special tournament that's coming up um, here uh, next month. Hopefully we're seeing how the art, like it all depends on, you know, like if I make RLCS top eight, that kind of stuff. So we don't have an exact date starting for that yet. Um, but you guys were chasing down some super cool coaches for the Manfield cut and it's going to be epic. So thanks for making all that possible. I want to list some of our super cool supporters like Pyford J, Fecal Frenzy, the stunt guy, Johnny Kook, Spook, Kettle and Clock, Pastronaut, Lennox, Faber GB, Young Malcolm, RL, Ninja Seb Fam, Hong Kong Bad Boy. You guys are all all-star patrons and above. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. And that brings us to people who tweet about the show. Our Rocket Tweeters. Oh, wow. Rocket, Rocket Tweeter? That's a cool name. I want to thank. I'd, I'd want to be one of them. I want to thank anyone who tweets about the show and helps spread the word out because we don't pay to advertise the show. Um, not yet at this point. Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe <laughs> one day. It's all word of mouth, and what you guys do in the Twitter sphere really helps. And I'm talking about. First off, it's worthy to mention that there are there are some people who have fallen this week. People who I never thought would have fallen from. I never thought the Rocket Tweeters. Wait, hold on. I may have Uh-oh. flubbed again. Uh oh. I may have another person to pull off this list. Uh oh. Which would be super sad because this guy has been with us for a while. And no, don't say it. Don't say sometimes it. Sometimes he just No, we're we're gonna get through the first first one. He's safe. But uh oh. Uh oh. I I'm not seeing I'm gonna have to I have to do some Well you're digging. I'm going to go ahead and have just like a moment of silence for 24 karat golden shine who has fallen off of the the ladder of some of our longest running. Uh, he's fallen. He's fallen. He also disappeared. We'll, we'll say no, you no. again. We lost him again. Jesper Olison. Also my friend and two, three, two, three. You guys have, you guys have fallen, but it's okay. We know that you'll be back soon as rocket tweeters. We'll see you soon. Uh, but people I do want to thank that have, you know, bumped up a little bit closer to being at the top now, uh, riding high, as high as you can be, Declan Sparkling Sparling. Sparkle! Sparkle! Euro beast wizard. <laughs> and of course, Blaze, the man we look up to. I'm looking up right now, and Pete, all I see is a ceiling. The magic possum. Awesome. Tweeted about the show. <laughs> hold my beer, frat bastard. You hold my beer, you frat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cuckoo for Johnny Kooks. I'll tell you that right now. Corporal. We, we salute you. I uh, salute you. Enchanté, Memphis. Enchanté, Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Are these next ones new? <laughs> these are new. Oh boy! Okay. We lost three and we gained three this week. Look at that! It's the circle How of life. Is that? It's the circle of Twitter. All right. Uh, Hanky Arbo. Hank Yarbo. Hanky Arbo. How about I'd like to thank Hank? <laughs> I'd like to thank Hank. There's a Hank in my beer, Yarbo. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense, but I like it, so we're going with it. <laughs> There's a hike in my boot. The Rev. Hmm. The Rev. We've got to come rev? up with a new one here. The Rev. He has a question mark in the end of his name, so maybe we can include that. How about, <laughs> are you a rocket tweeter? 
Are are you a racket? Are you a rev racket? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Ready? The rev. Who? Him? Oh, Zekin. Zekin reminds me of Tekken. Who's Tekken? Reminds me. It tastes like chicken. Old Atari like game. That's probably not Atari arcade. Arcade game. Battle Arena. How dare you get those mixed up? There was like a dude with a lion for a face. A lion? Oh my gosh. All right, let's go. Let's go. Zekin. The man if we... There, no, that's used. If there's a man <laughs> I'd like to pick, I'll tell you who I'm Tekken. It's my boy, <laughs> Zekin. You know who I'm not picking second? It doesn't Zekin, work. Zekin, because I'm picking him first. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Here we go. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'm second for Zekin Puffs. You can. We've got all sorts of rocket tweeters from A to Zekin. <laughs> <laughs> not terrible. It's not. We'll it's not work the worst on it one. next week. We'll work on it next week too. Uh, also, thanks for tuning out the show, Darth Goji, the Scrappinator, Mike Cadigan, Minx a lot, Narwhal RL, Boost Legacy, and JJ Vega. Which, of course, brings it to uh, our end of our show. That's it. We're done now. We're, we're done. We are? Yep. Oh. Well, you know what you should do is next week. Man, I really hope, like, I never repeat myself. It's <laughs> like, they're so exciting. And, like, all these episodes have so much content ready for them. Next week, we're going to let you have a huge secret about the meanings of these numbers. Three, two, seven, six, three, three. You ready for this last one? One. <laughs> well, I'm excited <laughs> for one. Uh, so I'll see you then. Until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I'm Adam the Cub Savage. <laughs> and in the words of Anais Neen, we don't see things as they are. We see them as we are.